You know it's bad when people lie to you. Whether they're politicians or bosses or spouses or friends, being lied to hurts. It's betraying and it's disrespectful. But the one thing that's worse than having others lie to you is when you lie to yourself. And so today on Quick Counsel, we're going to look at 10 ways you lie to yourself. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. No one wants to be lied to, but most of us tend to lie to ourselves all the time. We tell ourselves things that sound rational and they sound right, when in reality, they're just lies that keep us oppressed and keep us from accomplishing all that we need to accomplish. There's a name for these lies, and we call it cognitive distortions. Cognitive distortions. They're deceptive and disruptive thought patterns that typically go undetected and unchallenged. You can think of them as stinking thinking. For instance, if a person is quick to tell themselves, I'm not good at new things. I tend to mess up things every time I try something new. Well, then that person will tend to avoid trying new things. And in so doing, they will shortchange themselves and all the new experiences they could have. This is what cognitive distortions do. They hold us back, they interfere with our relationships, and they rob us from life and outlook. Cognitive distortions, they come in all shapes and all sizes, but I'm going to give you about 10 of the most common. See how many of these you may be guilty of. The first one is called filtering. This is where you tend to focus on and magnify just the negative aspects of something, and consequently you filter out all the positive aspects that might be present. For example, let's say you had to write something for work and present it to four people. And three of those people tell you you did a great job, but one of them berates you and tells you you did a lousy job. When you disregard the three positive comments and fixate on the one negative comment, you're filtering. Two, black and white thinking. Black and white thinkers are all or nothing thinkers. With them, it's either all good or all bad. It's either black or it's white. There's no in-between with black and white thinkers. They can't seem to see the shades of gray. If it's not perfect, it's just all wrong. This is the person who has trouble giving themselves credit for losing five pounds because they've not lost the whole 15 pounds they wanted to lose. Number three, overgeneralizing. If something bad happens to you and you tend to think, why does this always happen to me? Then you might be an overgeneralizer. Overgeneralizing is to reach a broad general conclusion based on a single incident. If you hear yourself using words like always and never a lot, you might be an overgeneralizer. Number four, jumping to conclusions. This is when you make a conclusion based on very limited information. You think you hear a tone of voice and you jump to the conclusion that the person is upset and angry with you. And because those conclusions are usually negative, people who jump to conclusions tend to foster self-fulfilling prophecies. For example, let's say you ask someone out to dinner, but they tell you they really can't this time. If you jump to the conclusion, you will tell yourself things like, they just don't want to be with me. They're just like the last person who wasn't interested in me. And because you jump to those conclusions, you convince yourself not to ask that person out again, and so you cheat yourself out of the possibility of getting to know this person better. Number five, catastrophizing. This is also referred to as awfulizing. 
This is where you take a small problem and you magnify it into something really big in your mind. Sometimes this is an automatic response and sometimes it's the result of saying, what if, and coming up with the worst case scenarios. Catastrophizing is just the simple making mountains out of molehills. Number six, personalizing. This cognitive distortion is just what it sounds like, assuming that everything is about you and taking everything too personally. For example, when someone is complaining about how other people are late, you assume that they're really talking about you. Or when you encourage someone to see a movie with you and afterwards you find out that they didn't like the movie, you assume that you're the reason that they had a lousy evening. Everything is always about you with personalizing. Number seven, control fallacies. This involves two different beliefs about control. The first is the belief that you can and should control everything about your life and the lives of others that you care about. For example, you believe it's up to you to keep bad things from happening to you or to the ones you love. And if something bad happens to them, you believe it's all your fault. And the second type of control fallacy is the belief that you have no control over anything. You're just a helpless victim of fate. It sounds like this. I can't help it I failed the science test. The teacher hates me and I'm just no good at science. Number eight, fairness fallacies. If you're like me, when you were growing up, your parents probably told you life is not fair. But there are still those people who believe that everything should be fair, and they tend to go around checking and comparing to make sure that everything is fair. These people will live lives of disappointment and frustration because there is much in life that is not fair. Number nine, blaming. This cognitive distortion avoids personal responsibility and places blame on somewhere or something else. One way this happens is by blaming others for your reactions. For instance, this is what happened in the Garden of Eden. Adam blames Eve and Eve blames the serpent. Another form of blaming occurs when you blame yourself for something that's clearly someone else's responsibility. Here's an example. Yeah, my husband hit me, but it's really my fault. If I had just kept the house cleaner, then he wouldn't have gotten so angry. Blaming often avoids placing responsibility where it really belongs. And now for number 10 on our cognitive distortion list. And number 10 is shoulds. These are people who are quick to tell you how things should be. They have a list of rules for themselves and for others about how things should be. When they break their personal shoulds, they feel guilty and they feel shame. And when others break their shoulds, they feel frustration and anger. Here's some examples. I should make my bed every day. I should go to the gym more. I should be more patient with others. I should be able to get everything done in a day. Or maybe these shoulds. People should not cut in line. That person should not take more than just one mint when they leave the restaurant. Some people just keep shooting all over themselves. And their shoulds may sound perfectly reasonable, but they're not realistic and they leave them unhappy. Well, these are the 10 most common cognitive distortions that we use to lie to ourselves. There are others, but you get the idea of how they work. These cognitive distortions lie to us and keep us from being happy and making the most out of life. But here's the deal. If you will learn to recognize your stinking thinking, then you can begin to fight back against the cognitive distortions. 
You can argue with your assumptions and your beliefs and eventually learn to replace them with more reasonable and more helpful thoughts. And when you learn to do this, when you learn to stop lying to yourself and shut down your stinking thinking, then your life will become a much better place, not just for you, but for the others in your life too. Well, I hope you found something you could use in this episode of Quick Counsel. That's always my goal here. And if you found something you could use and found it helpful, please subscribe. Please share this with someone else. And if you would leave a comment or a rating, that would help us move this podcast along to others. You can find more from me at brettleg.com. Again, one T, two Gs. And you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I hope you have a great week. Watch out for the stinking thinking. And join us again for the next episode of Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.